This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. Should you need any medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, please consult a professional in your area. Thank you. Back to a piece of yourself. Thank you so much for listening. As always, much gratitude for uh, your existence. I'm joined here with a, uh, another wonderful human being. Uh, so thank you so much for being here, friend. Yeah, thank you. So prior to our little discussion, I just thought it was a good topic to at least start things off with. Um, like about what I'm like to try to help people my struggle it seems is just is just trying to properly get through to another human being Mm -hmm. you know because my topic of choice happens to be um a little bit spiritual you know and this greater idea of things and and that we have all these inherent blocks and obstacles ahead of us that might even be from multiple times on this planet you Mm -hmm. know um and it's just an insane amount of resistance when it comes to that Mm -hmm. i mean even i'm I'm sure doing music people can take things the wrong way even when it comes to that or take things too literally so i mean i would love to just be able to have like a thousand people just come to some arena and I would just sit there and just talk or, 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 or somebody had questions like, oh man, I'm struggling with uh, this or I'm struggling with that. It would be like, okay, well, let's take it back to the basics. And it's all stuff I've learned. Mm-hmm. None of my knowledge and none of really any of our knowledge is new. I didn't come up with it. I read it. Yeah. And, you know, I taught myself it, but it was somebody else's thing who learned it from somebody who learned it from somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just been very difficult, you know, I mean, I, I, I have had the privilege of teaching meditation and going to certain uh, stores and doing little, little meditation intros all free. Yeah. Um, but actually when I look back, uh, at when I did that, which was pre COVID and, and, and what I've learned since then, mm-hmm. I feel like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> I know I wasn't coming off as an idiot, but in my head, I kind of feel like yeah. you might have said some stuff that didn't make a whole lot of sense because yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. still taking in so much information and mm-hmm. I just, I like to talk, you know, to communicate For sure. and, and, uh, well, to use your voice, which, mm-hmm. which is a huge tool yeah, that we have. So, um, it's hard to like build a, a, a name for yourself like mm-hmm. like why do we even have to build a name for ourselves? Mm-hmm. why can't it be it'd be totally fine that i'm just this, this guy and maybe i have some stuff to say and and it resonates with you mm-hmm. but then it's like well who are you yeah you know what credentials do you have credentials um i'm here living <laughs> on the planet with you like also you you know yeah. i know what it's i know what's going on yeah all the, all the all the pain, all the all the everything that's going on, the complications. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah yeah it's uh yeah, we have this like we have this weird constant reminder that we're um like i don't know that we're all experiencing the exact same thing we're always like told that like everybody's always experiencing the same thing like every every person but, but it's so so many people feel like and act like um the person that they're talking to like has no idea what's going on like mm -hmm. in to to an extent that is true like yeah i don't know the specific details of like the direct thing that's happening in your life but the like overarching experience that you're having is probably not that different from anybody else's because we all are here experiencing this all together well i find too that we have to remind ourselves here about the basic information of things um because rip away all the details of your experience where i was the specific person who i had my altercation with for example strip that away and it's emotional mm -hmm. or something mental in which every one of us share mm -hmm. you know and and like you said all of our experiences are not different from one another because it's all triggering um anger or yeah. fear yeah. Yeah. or worry so despite all the extra frills on the event mm -hmm. the emotion was the same and, and that's the source of everything yeah absolutely and so in that way we're all connected but people forget mm -hmm. well yeah well that's a that's a like kind of an idea in art too that um there are only i, I don't remember the exact number but there are only like seven stories that you can possibly actually tell if you strip away all of that kind of frill and extra like there are these characters in this setting and whatever if you strip that all away there are only wow. you know five six seven stories that you can actually tell because otherwise it's it's the, the same thing being repeated mm -hmm. you, you can add all the frill and make it different and make it different people in a different place in a different time and different clothing and a different temperature and right. red curtains and whatever bullshit you want to add to it it's still the same story that's been told a billion times over wow, by man. everybody that's amazing thank you for sharing that you just kind of i love these reminders you blew my mind there like i just love these oh yeah <laughs> you know like yeah absolutely 100 percent agreeance with that because then in your mind you think that's where 12 horoscopes come from you know mm -hmm. the fact that they can come compress theoretically all these differences into into 12 things mm -hmm. like by by 12 months or, or or whatever it might be and then mm -hmm. you could probably go even down lower like you said like seven maybe mm -hmm. um Wow, man. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Yeah. Just move my head here. <laughs> I forget. It's I think it's more front to back, not mm -hmm. really the sides. Mm -hmm. So I was Drifting. over here and I was <laughs> I couldn't hear myself as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and man, that that reminder that I have to keep doing in my own life too. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a thing that I've um, adopted um, as like as an artist. Um, obviously, like I've, I've been in classes in school and whatever, and had people talk at me about like theories and ideas and stuff like that. And uh, the only one that ever really like stuck with me um, is postmodernism. And the kind of basic idea of that, especially in theater, is that there is nothing new to create. You can't really 
it's all here um and even at like the core of creation the idea of creation like we are created from stardust that compiled here and then turned into little cells and then we all blah, 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 like whatever so like there is nothing new that can be created um all we can do is take the little bits of things that we have and our percep our perception and perspective of those little bits and things and turn them into something quote unquote new um, and that's kind of how i base like a lot of the art that i do um is in postmodernism, just because i i do I do kind of subscribe to that idea that there isn't really anything brand new that can be created. So what does that mean? Does that mean that when you approach the um, the art um, that you're not doing it with the mental idea of trying to create something new? You're just kind of going with whatever it is that appears to you? Is that is that kind of how it that Yeah, goes? kind of exactly. Especially especially um, in theater, it's, it's, it's um, very much... Uh, you, you just kind of go in with the acceptance that this has been done before. Like if, if you're putting on Hamlet by Shakespeare, that, mm -hmm. that plays 600 years old, mm -hmm. man. Like you're not doing something new with that. Are you kidding mm -hmm. me? How, how could you possibly think that you're doing something new? And so many movies, when you crunch down what they're really, the the baseline story, it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of it's the same. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the same idea. Yeah. They're just like, they're just adding all that extra frilly stuff james cameron's avatar was the highest grossing movie of all time and it's literally pocahontas with blue aliens yes <laughs> story story wise yeah right uh, yeah telling this the uh tale mm -hmm. um that's amazing because i would say that i I would agree with that 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 postmodernism mm -hmm. um, thing because it's not about trying to seek something new or look for something that that you feel like maybe hasn't been found that has the answer it's about realizing that all the answers are already here mm -hmm. we just have to figure out how to use the things that are here right mm -hmm. um and there's something a lot more beneficial than that. They're constantly trying to chase something or, or, or create this idea that, or this pressure even of trying to create something new. Because mm -hmm. even accepting that opens up a flow inside of you that a whole discussion could be had about that. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. What is that flow? Yeah. 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 How did you unlock that? Now all of a sudden you're just getting these ideas. Where are those coming from? Mm -hmm right like so you you definitely we all have this this kind of flow of information yeah this intuitive kind of thing mm -hmm. it's amazing but uh ah there's that difficulty you know because uh of where we are living mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what we're dealing with uh every day mm -hmm. um getting up working um taking all this time away from even understanding uh who we are mm -hmm. i mean even for me this process of waking up in this in this sense to oh my gosh like for so long everything about me was just what i what i was taught or told mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily true but then i developed these habits and then my whole life just came these series of habits, which is what most of our experiences are. For sure. 
And we have the choice at any time to switch out those habits for new ones Mm -hmm. and ones that are more beneficial and will actually heighten our education and and, and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Like a game. You know, in in, uh, Hinduism, um, at least one of the many things, I mean, there's just so much information out there, is that life is like a play. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and everything that happens is they're just different characters in the play of your life. And we start judging other people and we start getting all, but at the end of the play, when the curtain comes up, Everybody's holding hands. Mm-hmm. They all bow, bow together because they were all there to play certain roles. You know, I mean, we all get so hurt and we hold on to pain so much and it all has to do with our emotions. Um, and then you start learning things like, oh, you know, uh, like it's very difficult if someone says that the person that hurt you the most was actually loved you the most. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even on a on a on a on a side of things that maybe they were subconsciously, you know, they like they didn't even know what they were doing, but mm-hmm. it had the potential to completely change you. But sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. You know, and it's very hard for somebody to just take that and go, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very difficult task. Do you but, do you believe that? Do you believe that the person who hurt you the most in your life was the person that loved you the most? So. I don't know. I won't know the ultimate answer um, until uh, until death, and mm-hmm. we'll see what's going on with uh, with with that. Mm-hmm. Not gonna know until until there. But all this information, like I can understand that behind it all, it's like, hey man, who's suffering the most when you hold on to pain? You. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what nobody does, you gotta let it go. Yeah. And I can take somebody that hurt me. And say, oh wow, and, and hopefully learn. And maybe it changes me and makes me smarter, and hopefully not bitter, mm-hmm. but it makes me more compassionate. And it doesn't mean that I have to keep them around. Sure, yeah. But I can still be like, hey, you had a purpose. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's very unfortunate that you are suffering so much mm-hmm. because there is just so much internal confusion. And suffering in this world, mm-hmm. like it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's everybody. Everybody's Absolutely. confused. They don't know why. There's deep-seated stuff going on. There's stuff from childhood. We none of us had that class in yeah. elementary school that was like, "All right, kids, here's the whole universe mm-hmm. and everything you got to do, mm-hmm. including your heart mm-hmm. and all the stuff that's gonna zero." Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was bullying and other <laughs> uh, categorizing and algebra, know, complete opposite yeah. and like yeah. humiliation mm-hmm. because you'd have to pass that test to the kid next to you mm-hmm. and be humiliated if you didn't do well. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. what does that do to the mind? Nothing positive. Yeah. You know, so that's where we all came from. We all went to the same schools. Mm-hmm. They all had the same kind. Everyone. It was like a herd. Like you're hurting. You yeah. Know, they're like, yeah. Quiet yeah. down. And yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not like that was great. Yeah. I I I can say, I did not enjoy my time at school. Yeah. I mean, I had fr- I had friends outside of school, and that was I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I'm sure people did have a good time. Mm-hmm. But in the end, did it really teach them real core core value lessons? No, it probably yeah. teaches. 
uh, judgment and just internal like, well, this is who I associate with. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. So. Yeah, like the way that the way that the school system like enforces. I mean, first of all, obviously enforces like capitalism and the the idea that you you are meant to like on a schedule go somewhere every day be a part of this system you're ingrained in this system you you do this thing every day and that's what you do until you die Mm -hmm. but it it also enforces social values right like you're you're there most of your day when you're a kid Mm -hmm. and you're there most of the year when you're a kid and so yeah absolutely like what you're what you're learning how you're learning to interact with people comes entirely from that experience and that experience is like mostly unregulated it's mostly like you in the hallway interacting with people or you outside on the schoolyard interacting with people and yeah like i, I was fucking bullied to shit all the way uh mm-hmm. until i left high school mm-hmm. um and i feel like that that was just the usual experience even those kids who were like calling me names in the hallway were being bullied by somebody right well same for me i was bullied all throughout mm-hmm. um, elementary school mm-hmm. and um like a lot of those kids, man. Like their parents are fucking not good. No, exactly. Like they're exactly. drinking and mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I literally went to kids' houses. Oh yeah. And it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like the dad was like screaming, like grabbing the kid. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. and I don't want to run away because I don't want to be like, what are you afraid? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, no, but fucking I don't of wanna, course I am. I don't do want to make you angry, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, like these are real situations that mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had similar experiences. I grew up in kind of the the rough neighborhood of, of town. Yeah. Um, went to the rough schools mm. in town. Um, and yeah, I for sure saw stuff. And and I I am lucky that like my my family was fairly decent. My parents don't have any substance abuse issues or, or mm. real deep mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we were never you know we were poor, but we weren't like super struggling I ate we always had somewhere to live right you know right I mean? yeah yeah we struggled as well like mm-hmm. uh, but like, like you said there was always that roof there was mm-hmm. always food mm-hmm. so gratitude absolute you mm-hmm. know and it did teach us yeah I mean I can say that like mm-hmm. going through or at least experiencing some like well the beautiful thing too is that you weren't there expecting stuff mm-hmm. yeah like if I would get a t-shirt on my bed you know once mm-hmm. I'd be like oh Holy shit, greatest day ever you'd be so yeah. happy instead of like where's this or where's yeah. that yeah. you know and that's just a a little example but just to, to to go back about what you said about you know what what we learn in in uh, schools you know especially at a young age i can understand like so something that i've had to you know be reminded of on this quest for learning about potentially all things, at least all things of value, Mm -hmm. discipline is actually, like, critical. Mm -hmm. And I've also learned that in my own life because... But it's just the problem there is that if it's not done in a very, very specific way, it can go the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Or it can have negative effects, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you have to understand that even if I didn't have to do these jobs, um, I have to 
get up every day mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. have to be like I'm up at 8 and I have mm-hmm. to eat breakfast and like, I have to do stuff Yeah, and yeah. that's work mm-hmm. life is work mm-hmm. it just you do the things that you enjoy that's where our issue comes in you know because I can remember in school like yeah I can almost vaguely remember like they were kind of like yeah you can do what you want you mm-hmm. know yeah, you can do whatever you want and then when that day comes which is kind of before high school mm-hmm. then they're like okay and they give you like this list of all the things that you can do. Mm-hmm. And you're going, I don't get it. How can I, how can I look at an experience? Mm-hmm. All these words on this piece of paper mean nothing to me, especially as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like all these job titles. I don't know what that is. Like in my head, I was, I always felt like in order for me to know whether any one of these would be a fit, I would literally have to go and do the job. Mm-hmm. And I would know if I fell in love with it or not. Yeah, absolutely. But just looking at that, like, I don't know what that even is. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, you know, you can make some assumptions about mm-hmm. some of the roles mm-hmm. that might be involved. But it's, um, everything is more than just the thing you're doing. It's a whole experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, you want to, you, you look at that list and you see firefighter and you know that fire trucks are really cool. And the one time that you went to the fair and met the firefighter team there, they were really nice and they showed you the mm-hmm. truck and that was really cool. So now you're going to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And you've never in your life experienced the heat of an entire building being on fire. You've never in your life had to literally risk you dying in order to save a stranger that you've never met in your entire life, mm-hmm. which is something that they have to do regularly. Like, mm-hmm. that, that is their job. Like, you don't know that. And even to, like, if any lesser degree, like, you decide that, uh, oh, I'm, I'm really good at math. I'm going to become an accountant. And then it turns out that you fucking are more miserable than you've ever been in your entire life because you're stuck in a cubicle every day. Like, you have no idea. And we're pigeonholed into this, like... It happens all the time. Yeah, I everybody. worked retail, and there was cashiers coming in that had university degrees. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That God cost God knows how much, and they weren't even in the job anymore. They hated it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, back to square one now. I got to think about what I want to do. I got to look at that list again. Yeah. And circle another name, and then and then and then go after that, you know? Because in my head, when I think about now, like, even what we're doing right now, talking, I I love to talk about what's really going on and like mm-hmm. the deep, like like I have learned that it does involve a lot of like no it's not like that yeah no it's not like that which isn't received well yeah it always people get mad and then mm-hmm. they're like well can't you just listen to what i'm saying i am listening to what you're saying but what i'm trying to tell you is i cannot allow you to continue making the same mistake over and over again yeah so that's why i'm saying it's not like that it's not like that it's not mm-hmm. like that no, no 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 look at it like this mm-hmm. and so Anyway, but that discipline thing is really important. Yeah. Because even for me, like, going up and down with weight gain, you know what I mean? Even just learning, like, oh, man, I really got to, I got to, I got to want this. Mm-hmm. I got to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And uh, just, just to get up every day. And then, and then even, even art, even like, because there are people out there that, yes, there are some that just, they just want to draw and they just draw they just draw i don't care what you give me i'm drawing something and that's wonderful but then there are other people that have wonderful talent locked away that they just have to take time and really like maybe for like a month or two they have to like try and draw Mm -hmm. and then one day they'll just they'll just move a little bit differently Mm -hmm. 
But in order to achieve that, they have to get up every day and be like, I'm trying again, I'm trying yeah. again, I'm trying again, and not quitting. And that's where that discipline comes in. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it often gets used in the wrong way. That They're not saying, okay, now take what I've given you mm-hmm. and do whatever you want. Yeah. They're saying, take this and go into the into the system mm-hmm. yeah and, exactly. and get lost in their mind well like, i think i think that that's like the difference between like i guess like authoritative discipline and like kind of a more self-discipline idea like somebody like like somebody just telling you like you have to come to school and memorize all of these things and then when you finish school you have to pick what you want to be and then you have to go do that thing all the time and if you don't you're homeless and starving and or in jail that is like different from I want to like I want to get up and I want to drink water today and I want to get up at a reasonable time today and you know I want to go for my run that I was supposed to go to and I, I think I think that that I think that you're you're right it, it, that kind of discipline is like super important and it's something that I lack in like in my life for sure um, both as an artist and just as a person that like the 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 fear of failure and the ease of quitting is is just so comfortable. Um, and it's just such a nice, warm thing to do to just like give up and not have to worry and struggle and stress. But in regards to like your own personal health and your your well-being and your your awareness of the world and other people and and stuff like that, I, I agree very much that like self-discipline is, is super, super important. and Something it's almost the only on. way to really achieve that mm-hmm. that oneness because if I'm if I'm taking my care of myself right, then I'm gonna then my mind's gonna be at its at its yeah. at, that 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 whatever my passion is, it's just gonna fuel that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um like I'm not really like because again too even when it comes to health like I get health being of importance and being a wonderful gift for all those that have it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but don't cling to it by any no, means. Of course, because yeah. you could die anytime, you yeah. know. So you've got to also take in that mm-hmm. aspect. And I think that's things. the that's that what you were saying of like um, it can very easily go the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like it can very easily like even even self discipline like can go the wrong way with people who, you know. Um, decide that they want to become a bodybuilder and they start bodybuilding and it's not going fast enough so they start injecting themselves with you know that like oil that like puffs them up and stuff like that where right. they, they're trying to achieve a certain degree of what they might view as like healthy but they've just swung too far in, in that direction of like self-discipline but right. now you've like you've right. gone completely off the other end and I mean another aspect of that very same thing is that that bodybuilder wants to be a bodybuilder, so he takes the quest of becoming one, and on that journey before achieving it, he quits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in his mind, he feels like he can't achieve what he sets his mind to, yeah. where he could have very easily, if he was like, "No, man, like I've, I love doing this." Mm-hmm. But but maybe on my quest to becoming just like the Hulk, <laughs> it was too much for me. Mm-hmm. So I realized that I don't need to go that hard. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, no one does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, all I want is to be like well-rounded, as you would say. Mm-hmm. 
I can carry some weight mm -hmm. and I could run if I had to mm -hmm. and I can bend and, and do all the things that I have to do limber wise sure, yeah. and I have some cardio mm -hmm. you know that's mm -hmm. all I'm after but yeah. like when you see people that are just hulked out you're like I understand the dedication it takes mm -hmm. for that and I'm not taking anything away from people that enjoy doing it. I'm mm -hmm. just simply saying that if you were to go back into ancient times, <laughs> the only people that you would see that were that big would be literally lifting fucking boulders and shit. Like they would be like, Bring in the large dudes to like lift the fucking huge trussets up and build this thing and yeah, they'd be like yeah, yeah. and then they'd be like, Good, go eat and they'd leave and like no, but you know it was like that yeah, you know course, but yeah. like now we're just like they're all we're fucking working out and then they're just sitting around and they're like oh fuck i gotta go lift more shit mm -hmm. like are you fuck man well i think i think something i oh, like, should gang up together and get into construction yeah, or seriously. something and just start giving her and they'd be like oh, build us god. new pyramids yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god that's amazing build a real pyramid in las vegas not the fake one exactly yeah, I, I, I do think that there is, like, kind of a darker side to that stuff that is, like... Yes, I agree. Uh, addiction and, and self-harm. Well, because things become an addiction so quickly. Mm -hmm. I actually was having this thought about uh, addictions and habit mm -hmm. and how they're first so closely linked. Yeah. And yeah, some yeah. habits become addicted. Yeah, absolutely. And some addictions are, in fact, simply habits. Mm -hmm. And really... They are this. You know what? They are the same thing. They can be. I think. I think the difference being. It's that just that substance is involved with addiction, so you're not just playing with your own mind now. I disagree. You're playing with okay. I disagree. I think that addiction. I think that the difference between an addiction and a habit is a habit is not harmful, and addiction is. Because of the substance, right? Not necessarily. No. Like if if somebody the excess. Excess, yeah. I think that that is more more the point is that like the the lack of managing expectations and the lack of I guess just management in general. That like if you know that bodybuilder who has decided to go completely natty, he's only working out, he's not taking synthol, he's not juicing, he's not doing anything, um, but he works out six hours a day every single day. He has no social life. He doesn't go out. He doesn't really do anything other than he goes to work, goes to work out, goes home. Like, has is that not like kind of an addiction that's kind of hindered, you know, that person's social experience? You know, maybe they're not educating themselves anymore. They're not aware well, of the world. I was thinking that addictions are harmful, and a lot of the time, because addiction is is usually directly linked with substance, whether it's alcohol or varying kinds of very harmful drugs. And habit usually isn't associated with that. But habit is usually associated with eating. But that's an addiction as well and mm -hmm. can be harmful. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm like, j just the thoughts that are flowing through my mind here is is that like even the guy that works out, so a habit or an addiction, if I start doing something that I don't enjoy doing and if I do it enough it will become a habit which means that it'll become more natural to me and maybe the process of showing up to do it which is one of the hardest things will become more of a more of a go-to process for me mm -hmm. where an addiction usually the the beginning of it 
it just ramps up way quicker than a normal habit that has to be built upon. Mm -hmm. But usually it's because it's associated to, holy shit, I love that. Mm -hmm. Because when someone takes that substance, they're like, that was the best thing I ever had. And I'm more, 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 more. Mm -hmm. And like quick. And then Mm -hmm. they can die. You Mm -hmm. know, like it can escalate rapidly. Yeah. But... So could the guy, the one guy next to the, so so the one guy goes in and goes, oh man, I hate this working out, but like I gotta do it. I wanna be, I wanna lose weight, I wanna do these things. So he goes in every day and he's not enjoying it, but then slowly but surely he enjoys it, and then in the end he ends up having a good routine that he's learned to enjoy. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's the other guy who goes in and goes, oh my god, that pump that gave me, oh my god, like it was almost sexual to me, mm-hmm. and I just love it. And he goes in and then he starts going like twice a day, three times a day, four times a day, five times a day, and he just gets so pumped. Mm-hmm. And then it's not enough, so then the steroids come in because he doesn't even, he's not even doing it for the look maybe he's doing it for the adrenaline behind it and then and then and then he dies yeah you know but it was more because he found such an enjoyment in that thing mm-hmm. that he made it go yeah because with substance you know so maybe at the end of it it's it's like be wary of anything that makes you just want to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you have to take a minute and be like, whoa, you yeah. know, because even, like, I understand that adrenaline rush if you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. But also, as much as I might think to myself, man, I just felt so good when I was there that I want to go back tonight, I will say no, because why would I want to get so close to a potential where I'm going to be too so sore mm-hmm. that now I'm going to have a negative yeah. reaction to it or I'm not going to enjoy it or there's going to be something bad. I don't need to do mm-hmm. that. Um, but that want was still there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like anything. Um, like that's the thing with even, even alcohol. I mean, it's just so enjoyable mm-hmm. that that's why people just keep doing it you know it's just it's so good um and again i guess that's not for everybody i i i can say i've known people that uh just had an adverse effect to it at the very beginning which i funny enough i would say i think everybody did when they first drank yeah yeah, but some people just attached themselves to like nope that's not for me and they never went back mm-hmm. whereas other people were like oh that was the worst thing and but then the peer pressure potentially oh, yeah. the friends or just the fact that you hang out with people that have multiple parties mm-hmm. that's going to be influential on its own right? mm-hmm. oh man wow this has been good 30, 34 minutes. It's wow. a decent, uh, decent amount of time. Not too shiny. No, no. Oh, man. Hey, uh, just completely random question. <laughs> sure. Do you ever, like, do you ever get frustrated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much. I, like, what do you do to deal with that? Even just something simple. Is this a? Um, I mean, so I. 
I guess frustration is kind of different than actual anger, but I when we I was, can make them or I feel I feel like one leads. To oh yeah, frustration is the beginning of it yeah. for sure. Um, but I was I was in anger management for quite a while when I was younger. Um, after my my parents split up, I uh, I started like acting out, you know, doing crazy little child things that yeah. little kids are gonna do when they don't understand like the emotional impact of something like big happening in their life. Yeah. I was I was like four, so I was like I was really young. Um, so I I do have like legitimate like psychotherapy things that have been given to me to practice throughout the right. years to like try and calm myself down. Um, I used to be really bad for um, hitting stuff and myself. Um, uh, one of the big things for that was, um, only hitting really, really soft things that like cannot be broken and are not like going to impact me or the thing. Um, so I always have, uh, a lot of pillows and blankets on my bed and that's like a, a conscious decision because if I'm having like a really rough time that I need to like physically let out the, mm. the emotion that I'm feeling, I just throw a little hissy fit on my bed and it doesn't hurt anybody. Including myself, and so. I knew there was. I knew there was a reason why uh, I needed to have you here to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and at least get to know you on a on a deeper level than uh, you know just going to a store that you work at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I've experienced all those same things. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing, you know, because um, yeah, like internal habits are so much more complex, it seems, because it's like it's partly because we can't see it, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it just gets so intertwined into like so much that happens, you know, because I get. That sometimes the idea of anger is something that gets you up off the chair to maybe stand for something that's righteous. Yeah, for sure. But it's just become applied to almost everything, if not everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's just too much, mm-hmm. you know? Like, for me, like driving, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing. Yeah. That's the worst thing, man. Yeah. I've went for longer drives. Like, when I go to Tamworth... It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because, well, it's awesome once I'm out of Kingston. <laughs> yeah, once there are but, other drivers uh, on the road. Um, yeah, like, it's such an analogy to me, too, driving. Mm-hmm. Because, and I've, I've said it before, and I know I'm not the only person that said it. Multiple people have said it. Um, but in life, I only have control over myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I only have my experience. I can I can learn things from other people, and I can have deja vu, and we can be connected in certain ways. But it's in the end, it's only mine. Like mm-hmm. even if you're in a relationship, at the end of the night, you always sleep alone because mm-hmm. they can't be intertwined into your physical body, mm-hmm. right? Um, man, I just lost track where I was going. That's great. The analogy of driving in a car. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, just the idea that I can only control my car, mm-hmm. just like I can only mm-hmm. control my body. Like mm-hmm. I can't control the lights. I can't control mainly what other people do and don't do, right? Yeah. And yeah. then just this whole association, and it's like you know deep down exactly where it started. It had to have a start point, and then it just built upon after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah you know you 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 make strides and then you're really like wow it just still creeps up now and again oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. To, to to the point where it's like I think I need to like not drive <laughs> yeah like, I uh I I don't have my license for like a few reasons but one of them is legitimately that like I I can't I don't think I can I think that that's a thing that I can't overcome with my mm-hmm. anger um I've had like a couple of embarrassing moments in other people's vehicles where I have made kind of an ass of myself because I get angry and, you know, let that kind of overwhelm me in a way that I shouldn't. And it's oh, just yes. like, I, if, if, uh, if I'm behind the thing, if I'm controlling this giant, you know, ton machine that can kill people in right, the blink of an eye, right. I don't think it's a good idea right. <laughs> for me to be there in those moments. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, there's been a lot of middle fingers. Oh, yeah. Um, but oh, still, yeah. like, the thing that I keep coming back to, which I think is part of this whole process of overcoming things and seeing things on a deeper level, which we're all here to do, mm-hmm. is that we know there's a gut, there is another way. Mm-hmm. We just It's just about slowly and surely rewriting that... Uh, that thing and, yeah. and just filling filling your time with, with less things that, that bring about those uh, frustrating things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm just constantly trying to like I can say that I used to hold on to the anger a lot longer yeah you know yeah. where now it's like what an idiot and then it's almost instantaneous where I'm like, no, he's misguided completely. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on, probably because of people in his life. Uh, you know, uh, nobody was pushing him. You know, I mean, hey, we need people for for for, for, for guidance. Mm-hmm, That's the only mm-hmm. reason we need people. Yeah, You need people to make other people, but aside from that... You need them to be like, hey, there's an easier way. Mm-hmm. But then you get into, they can only tell you that if they've figured out the the easier way. Mm-hmm. And then if you're around people that are like, life sucks, and, they're, and then you're going to just start thinking that life sucks, yep. you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we got to work through, which only contributes mm-hmm. to uh, frustration and anger. Yeah, I absolutely, and I, I, I very much agree and resonate with that um i've i i don't hold the anger as long anymore mm-hmm. but it does still it does still happen like that's it and that's it that's the thing that's like kind of difficult in some of my relationships both romantic and and platonic that mm-hmm. like i will get angry with you that mm-hmm. will happen it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter how much i like you mm-hmm. i'm going to get angry with you because it's just something that's going to happen with me but the other person like i need them to like at least try and understand that like it will it will go away very quickly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i will not i will not fester and, and sit and boil in that right, anger right. when it comes out it's like that that is the catharsis the catharsis a lot of the time is is just having it happen i recognize immediately like oh if, if like it, it, it if I watched somebody else act like that or say right, that right. thing or do that thing, I would have been like, hey, calm down. You're okay. It's all right, buddy. 
So as soon as I have that moment where I can recognize that I've become that person that I would try to calm down, then I can then I can go through that process. But I'm still not quite at a point, and I don't know if I ever will be. Hopefully, maybe if I keep working toward it, but I'm still not at a point where I can stop the anger completely. It still happens. You know, just to touch base on something that not like in life, sometimes somebody is doing something not correctly. And uh, they're your friend. Yeah. And you want them to know that there are multiple ways and be like, no, 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 seriously, just try it. And then, oh, man, you know what? That That, that is better. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So we have to take into consideration, too, that not all of your anger is, like, unwarranted potentially. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things where that person did that thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that person wasn't wasn't paying attention or, yeah. or, or, or like that legitimately did happen and so I also you know sometimes like even at work it's like something will frustrate you and then you're just like okay but then once I've I'll go over and be like hey earlier yeah and just so you know you know and then oh oh, oh yeah okay because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like you need to know yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. like so, absolutely. it's like sometimes when you when you're upset, sometimes in certain situations, if you're like the 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 problem is if we allow ourselves to get to the point where you go like you're a fucking piece of shit or mm-hmm. something, and mm-hmm. you say anything like that, you've lost it. Yeah. You, you, well, you've lost the communication there. Yeah. But if you're like maybe even potentially raising your voice, but you're saying like. You knew you were supposed to do this, and you're saying legitimate points. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's somewhat warranted in my in my mind, you know, yeah, a, no, a lot yeah, of the times. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's helpful when you're a little bit more robust yeah, uh, with yeah. your with your uh, deliverance of mm-hmm. this knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, okay, Ooh. like that, yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, it's got purpose in that sense. For sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, for me, it's like, man, you know, uh, the, uh, judgment, mm-hmm. but it's, it's all around us, you know, like not, not everybody, but it's just like when I see somebody doing something like, you know, that's blatantly a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I, I'm, I know everybody has potential. And everybody's allowed to uh, to make some mistakes, including mm-hmm. me. And I have made mistakes of varying types, you know, whether it was just something stupid. So even at work, it's like I can't be like, hey, why don't you do that thing that one time? Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? Like, probably four times in ten years I've done that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, only four in ten, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. Mm-hmm. If he does it five times, that's it. I'm saying something. No, but you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I've I've had I've had those kinds of growth as well. Um, I can think back to like a few years ago working a job where I was definitely unfair to a few of the people that I worked with because I was put into a, a position of leadership and and would be frustrated right. in that pres- position of leadership and and um, and definitely not always reel in. 
that robust delivering of, of the knowledge. And, um, and I, I think I'm a lot better now, you know, obviously you still get grumpy and angry about things, but, um, yeah, just kind of along with that, like letting it out catharsis moment, I, I can also recognize when it is like, no, you, you absolutely fucking deserve me yelling at you right now. Mm-hmm. Like you, you sucked in this mm-hmm. situation. Um, but it's something that like takes a lot of work for sure. Oh, took man. a long time. You know, uh, just, it's funny because whenever I was learning, so I have, I have this really old book and it's, um, it's entitled, uh, reincarnation. And it actually says in the first page that it was the most widely read book of the soldiers in the trenches of World War One. Wow. And I was like, that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. because they would all be facing death and the idea that this isn't everything mm-hmm. would probably really help to quell their uh, intense feelings of fear and worry. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole idea of things, I, uh, I'd love to know what, what went down in, uh, in, in, in some previous lives, uh, if, if, you know, because it had to have been something that pissed me off, you know, because I remember seeing videos of me as a kid and I was losing my shit mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like, for, for no reason at all, like to the point where it's like, I shouldn't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Why am I, why am I that way? Yeah. You know, like birthday party video I get this really little golf set and uh, I'm playing it and uh, my cousin's like he wants to have to have a turn and mm-hmm. like, I shoot the ball and then I goes into the thing and he comes over to try to grab it and I'm like ah, and I grab it and I hit him in the face and then yeah. and then I go to tee off again <laughs> and while I'm doing while I'm lining my shot up the kid goes to my father and uh, you can hear him in the background like can I have a turn and he, and, and, and he goes uh, no <laughs> why cause uh, he's gonna hit you again <laughs> and I was like I felt terrible but yeah. I can't go back yeah, you know but it was just one of those like mm-hmm. huh so this is something that I've obviously been dealt yeah, yeah as yeah. A, as a, as a probably the the task of uh, of this journey mm-hmm. and uh, you know progress has been made mm-hmm. as uh, as we've said but it's uh, it's a hell of a journey you know yeah. I mean and that's just a, just a shout out to the world a hell of a journey for any person whatever they've got to unpack mm-hmm. and you have to and it sometimes it takes you unpacking it and feeling the pain a hundred times to get so sick of feeling that pain that you're willing to unpack it and just watch it and not feel anything and just see what the hell happened and then maybe through that you can look at it in a different way that doesn't hurt you anymore, right? And that's where that whole idea comes into play about the people that loved you that hurt you, you know, the, or the people that hurt you the worst, uh, you know, loved you. Is just this idea of understanding, like, because uh, for me, like, my grandmother, man, she was a nasty person, mm-hmm. like, very negative and, like, bullied me, you mm-hmm. know, and... 
I held on to an insane amount of hatred towards her for like the majority of my life mm-hmm. to the point where when she went into the hospital and like I wasn't looking good I like in my head I was like and it's funny because my grandfather who's her husband I mean that was the the, the uh, constant question of the family was what the hell was he doing with her because he was an amazing person yeah. and she was just like the absolute off- opposite and I mean he did have to battle some demons in his younger life but w- by the time I got to know him mm-hmm. um, but anyway um, once I set aside things once I reevaluated things and this came after evaluating them incorrectly for most of my life mm-hmm. once I seen that it was actually her from quite a young age that actually helped me to mentally deal with the bullying, even though I didn't realize it. Because if I was taking it there, I can take it anywhere. And, like, mm-hmm. and I, I was just able to, because I would, I would often wonder, like, how the hell did I make it through? Yeah. I mean, there was times in my childhood, man, where I wanted to kill myself, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And there was time, like, I could always remember this thing, like, it's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to be like this, you know, like someday I'm going to be able to do what I want or yeah. I don't know like it was just always this little thing and I'm I'm grateful for that mm-hmm. you know I think we all kind of have that in us but sometimes it just gets lost yeah. or just so dimmed out by the other ideas mm-hmm. that we don't hear it but at the end of it all like I ended up uh having this whole experience with her, you know, like, uh, at, at, at the end of her life, where, yeah. like, I was basically explaining to her one-on-one, like, I know that there's a part of you deep, deep in there that, uh, that pushed me like that because you knew what this world is, and, 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 and you know, and, I mean, I felt like she totally understood what I was saying, but anyway, like I had that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. not. Like I didn't mm-hmm. just let it and then not deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I know it's actually possible, you know. And yeah. again, it doesn't mean you have to hug or you have to. I know, like it's hard even just talking about that subject because people have been through some very very awful things, and. Uh, you know, I think at the very, it's just that reminder that says, hey, no matter what it was, if you're still here, if you're still living, if you can still operate, if you can still enjoy things, I mean, there has to be a way to look at whatever that event is in a way that doesn't hurt you anymore. There is a way, mm-hmm. you know, and you owe it to yourself to figure out what that is instead of, because um, it just impacts everything else depending on what it is. Yeah. You know, because something that started out with me getting, let's say, angry at one thing, now it's a hundred things, right? So it just, yeah, quite the, uh, quite the journey. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to go to the gym uh, at six this morning and I didn't make it there till about 9.30, but I made it there. You made it. It's yeah. still frustrating though in that moment, mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. the heck? Then I was having that that like, whoa, I don't ever have a hard time going to work, mm-hmm. but yet, you know, something like this, which is actually benefiting me a little yeah. bit more, yeah. I'm I'm, and that's another difficult thing too, because I think, oh man, it's hard to understand time, 
and to make the most out of everything man mm-hmm. that is one hell of a task mm-hmm. to make a a 15 minute break feel like enough yeah you know yeah and i think it's key in the world that we're living in at least currently mm-hmm. maybe in the future we'll have more time to do the things that we were or, or, or to find our purpose and our passions mm-hmm. But we need to take all that free time we have and really, really either be, cherish it or make something of it. You know, yeah. I mean, even in your case, like just the idea of like going to your job and then it's like, yeah, but I want to like make music too, mm-hmm. and I, I I have to devote my time to that. And then yeah. maybe I don't, and I only get this much sleep. But mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing this because yeah. I gotta make the most of my time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's so easy to get into the. Uh, I just want my me time, which mm-hmm. is basically like doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just not that helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to slip into. I mean, that I mean that goes hand in hand with the self discipline thing, right? Like it's very easy to slip into that kind of like comfortable. You're not failing at anything because you're not doing anything. You know, nothing's struggling, nothing's hard because nothing's happening. It's really easy to just be comfortable with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something that like I personally struggle with a lot is that motivation, that kind of like that self-motivation, that that desire to like want to do the things that you want to do. It can sometimes be evasive and it's weird. It's a weird thing, especially because I, <laughs> I mean, I smoke a lot of weed and constantly have that kind of realization of time and like what time is and like have that like weird existential moment of like, oh my God, I'm however old and my life isn't where I want it and blah 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 but it's it's I don't know it's it's still so easy to just sometimes feel like I just don't want to do anything though you know I felt that and but there there's also a way to start introducing like like I'm on I'm on a rock right now Mm -hmm. you know and I've been on this place and had all these experiences for a set amount of years mm-hmm. you can just as easily get lost in, in a world like that and then maybe you could go back and forth to like oh man I I want to have more or, 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 or I want it to be like I think that's natural it just mm-hmm. it's because deep down we know that we're we have an, an intention and we have something that we got to get done mm-hmm. it's just very difficult to find out what that is and yeah. uh but yeah, I uh, I often get uh, get a little lost uh, when it comes to time, just with sometimes how slowly it can go by, and then at the times where it just seems to be going by rapidly, like every day an hour can drag, but yet I can look back after a month and feel like where did it go? Yeah. And yeah. how can I say that when I was there for every day of it? Every fucking second of yeah, it. Yeah, I was aware of it. I had all those uh, times to go to sleep. And I think there's something, there has to be something deeper that's going on there, deep-rooted that's kind of hindering in a sense that just makes us... I don't know, feel like, uh, it's hard to describe, it's like, oh, let me just redo that month, because I, if I would have known that it went by that fast, I would have done more, mm-hmm. 
and nine times out of ten, if you would have got that one back, you probably would have done the same shit. Yeah. And you wouldn't even end up doing nothing more. No, 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 no. So just without the prior knowledge of like how much like you feel like you wasted the time or whatever it is that you wish you could redo without right. knowing that specifically going back and doing it, you would like why would it be different? Yeah, yeah, and it's just about doesn't matter what I did yesterday it's it's almost and and then and, and then I gotta try to not even think about what I potentially have left <laughs> I just have to think to myself what can I realize today mm-hmm. what is there today what what part of a song could just come to my head today? Because every day there could be a different part. Mm-hmm. Like there's, but then I gotta set my intention to that, and then I gotta try to let things flow. And then comes another very difficult thing where I have to trust the thoughts that are coming in my head and actually write them down and be like, that's the thing, mm-hmm. and not be like, I didn't like that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then I have five thoughts and then at the end I don't like any of them or I don't and, and, and now I'm it's it's but everything's supposed to say no the first thing yeah yeah like why don't even just experiment with that mm-hmm. and just keep going with the first thing and see what you have at the end mm-hmm. but a lot of times we, we won't yeah we'll second guess every every one of those aspects and then at the end of it sometimes we'll love it but sometimes we'll hate it mm-hmm yeah, it's like uh, like like as, as an artist, it's an experience that I have pretty much every time I make art of any kind, whether it's you know theater or or visual or music or whatever. It's it's always that like everything can always be better, and and I I I believe that in a way that is sometimes detrimental to like a mm-hmm. creation process where you just second guess every single thing and. You know, that even some of that comes from hearing, you know, your favorite movie had 60 drafts written before it, it came out in the version that you saw. Or your, your favorite song was actually written by five artists who sat around for an entire day writing just that one song. And it was like this huge collaborative effort that took a lot of reworks and they, they recorded it. Like, I, I watched... I don't care too much for Skrillex or this song, but I watched Skrillex talk about a Justin Bieber song that he did. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's the one that has that, um, it's this, it, everyone calls it the dolphin line because it sounds like a dolphin like trilling in the background. But it was, it was just, it was just Justin Bieber's voice line edited to sound different. But there was a video where Skrillex went through like, 50 different versions of this one little and it's literally just one little vocal line and it's that like what if this isn't the perfect version of it what if what if there is like what if i do this a hundred times in this in a different way and i'll get the perfect version of that one little thing and it can feel tedious and overwhelming sometimes sometimes i wonder like i think Art is wonderful in, in all of its forms, but just as a random thought, I think somebody writes down this song and it's wonderful, 
and you know let's say like the guy's playing it but then the act of writing it and then copying it so many times and then it's like what did that do like did that maybe stunt something for some but then for others maybe there was some inspiration there because then i think you know that well according to uh certain histories i mean there was so long that we lived where like nobody wrote nothing down mm-hmm. yeah so that means that they were just like playing songs and everyone was like that was amazing and the guy couldn't remember what he did and then he just played different stuff the next day and nobody was like no damn it play that thing you played three days ago i don't know what it was <laughs> And then maybe that had a whole discussion and said, we're going to write some things down now because we need to, that was just so good. I just want to keep hearing it. But then it's like, imagine if you could just tap into such a flow where every day you were just creating something and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't ever have to be perfect. Mm A major part of its beauty was not only its fragility in the way that it probably was never going to be heard again, but that it was so spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even some of the notes that dragged, they meshed well with the notes that followed mm-hmm. instead of just the clear and concise. Because then when you add a little bit too much professionalism, like I understand wanting certain music to sound a certain way and have a crisp, mm-hmm. clean sound, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was just a random thought that I had through my mind. Um, just because, like you said, a- analyzing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure... Um, are you playing any instruments? Yeah, I play a bit of guitar. I can play, like, bass and drums and stuff. Like, I'm sure if you, every day, just just messed around on your guitar, it would probably sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it would be something. Mm-hmm. You know? But nobody just sat there and went, well, no, 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 no. This note, okay, okay, let's let's work with that, you yeah. know. There's actually an artist that uh, I kind of I kind of, in a way, sort of base the way that I make music off of. Um, some people would probably find it incredibly pretentious and and loose of me to say that, but his name is Jacob Collier, and he makes um, mostly uh, R&B and hip hop uh, that's very heavily influenced by jazz and um, blues. Um, and he has a, like unbelievably deep understanding of music theory. The, Mind blowing. The way the guy talks about music theory is is the way that someone speaks in another language. It was it's incredible to listen to him speak. But he's like my age too. He's very young. Um, but with that knowledge of music, he doesn't necessarily follow it. Uh, he doesn't necessarily use it in the way that most people would conventionally think of somebody that has that degree of music theory knowledge, would use music theory. He intentionally breaks apart from it and intentionally does stuff that, at least to his knowledge, like most people haven't tried or done before, um, especially with like harmony and the way that he breaks down like vocal harmonies into like these microtonal things that are like super new and cool and whatever. And it's it's really part of me wants to learn more music theory because I don't have a very deep music theory knowledge. But also there's this part of me that is like, I can create interesting stuff. I know I have, mm-hmm. I've done it. And I don't have that knowledge because it's it it 
is a good foundation in some ways, but is also like a, a boundary. It's a hindrance, like it's parameters that you have to be confined within. And it's not necessarily the easiest way to create, I think. Well, it's hard too, um, having done it and then for somebody to say like, oh, no, no, do this now. Like start from the beginning almost. Cause mm-hmm. like music theory is like, the way a lot of like even martial arts is like first you learn and mm-hmm. then you apply you know so for people that learn that way that's that's how they know and they're like no 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 you gotta do it this way and it's like i understand what you're saying but i think a, a beautiful thing in life is that every thing um was in some way meant to be tweaked and changed over time, mm-hmm. which has been different approaches. I mean, even the type of music we play now is just so wide compared to like the lute, where yeah. that's all they were playing, you yeah. know, and the flute and just very basic things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wow. Music is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I. The only music experience I have was um, being in a uh, jazz band playing the trumpet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's sweet. In yeah. school? Was that for school? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool. When was that? Um, well, that's been it's been a long time. Like it was um, a little bit of time in the in grade nine and grade ten, mm-hmm. but then uh, grade seven and grade eight as well. Oh, but, wow. but just during that time, I mm-hmm. uh, I still have my trumpet. Nice. Um, like during that time, like I, I really did thoroughly enjoy it. But part of the problem was, I mean, I was playing hard, and I mean it's a trumpet, so I mean you got a, it's a very small hole. You have to fill a lot of air through. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a lot of the famous um, trumpet players, I mean their their cheeks are just like stretched beyond belief, and oh, I yeah. mean that is painful. Yeah. Like like right here by your ears at the end of your jaw, like it felt like it was like tearing after so many years of playing yeah and i mean i had acquired some solos for some songs because i really i enjoyed the 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 thought of it but Mm -hmm. uh yeah my 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 work somebody uh a a friend who i work with he ended up texting me uh before remembrance day and he was like hey man you want to play like that famous uh song there that trumpet song and uh i was like no man i am not the bugle boy (laughs) i said it's not i I, my point was i said it's been so long Mm. and you've only given me a small window of time before the actual ceremony and uh that is so serious yeah that i would not ever even say yes unless i could master that Mm -hmm. thing and just go to any area and just play it perfectly yeah yeah so yeah speaking of playing perfectly uh you know that would definitely apply well that that's what i thought i'm just gonna go and just whiz something out and like have a good day you know careless whisper yeah 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 (laughs) messing up the notes i thought there's no way yeah yeah no that's super fair that would have been an incredibly awkward experience, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he meant well. No, that's not that. No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no, no. Deep down, he should have known better if he didn't have the confidence behind himself. Well, I guess maybe somebody could have confidence, but just mm-hmm. hit the notes wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, uh, I'm just gonna we'll end this episode and. Uh, 
hopefully in the future there'll oh, yeah, be another man. opportunity to just talk about some other spontaneous conversations so that was wonderful lots of topics we touched base on yeah this was great dude i had a good time yeah thank you so much for being here yeah thanks so, for having uh, me man all right take care everyone